I'm Alana Rocha with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. In the coming weeks, lawmakers will begin roundtable discussions to address the domestic terrorism El Paso experienced in the mass shooting that left 22 people dead over the weekend. After meeting with the legislative delegation in the border city Wednesday, Governor Greg Abbott announced plans for the talks and called on lawmakers to explore legislation that would block people considered an imminent threat from getting access to firearms, commonly known as red flag laws. We need to ensure that guns are not in the hands of deranged killers like the man who committed this heinous crime here in El Paso, while also at the same time ensuring that constitutional rights are not going to be violated. Addressing reporters outside of the White House Wednesday ahead of his trip to El Paso, President Donald Trump also called for reforms to keep guns out of the hands of mentally unstable people. And U.S. Senators John Cornyn and Ted Cruz hinted there could be some movement on gun legislation at the federal level. But it's unclear how far lawmakers will go. Red flag laws, which in most cases allow judges to temporarily seize an individual's firearms if that person is considered a threat, have faced a rough path in the Texas legislature. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick suggested as recent as last year that a red flag law would never pass in the upper chamber. Noticeably absent from state leaders' talking points, mental health. Abbott has pointed to mental illness in the wake of this and past mass shootings, but Democrats and mental health experts have denounced such reactions as a scapegoat for gun violence and racism and worry their words stigmatize those suffering from mental illness. Today on TexasTribune.org, the Tribune's Jolie McCullough and Elaine Stevens of The Trace look into how much mental illness plays into such acts of violence. Sadness is turning to anger for El Pasoans frustrated about the alleged gunman's racial motives and whether Republican lawmakers, specifically the president, fueled the hatred that led to the massacre. Hundreds gathered Wednesday in a Southside Park, just miles from the international border with Mexico, to tell President Trump he is not welcome. The president did not necessarily instill confidence in those hoping for a message of unity earlier in the day. Hours before he went to Dayton, Ohio, where nine people were killed a half day after the El Paso tragedy, Trump criticized El Paso's former Democratic congressman and presidential candidate, Beto O'Rourke. Now to the state capitol, where the controversy surrounding allegations House Speaker Dennis Bonin offered a hardline conservative organization media credentials if it politically targeted members of his own party, could be the subject of a legislative investigation. Follow the latest developments on Twitter. We are at Texas Tribune. I'm Alana Rocha with the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. The brief is sponsored by Methodist Healthcare Ministries. Methodist Healthcare Ministries is dedicated to creating access to health care for uninsured and low-income families in South Texas through health care services, advocacy, and strategic grant making. Learn more at mhm.org.